On today's episode of Tell Me What You Know, we're talking South Park. The irreverent animated comedy starring four fourth graders from South Park, Colorado, has been making us laugh for more than 23 years. We'll discuss the spirit of Christmas, the impetus for making South Park in the first place, as well as take a look into the process of creating an episode in just six days. We'll wind down with a look into Matt Stone and Trey Parker's other bodies of work, including an Oscar-nominated movie and nine-time Tony Award-winning musical. Finally, we'll end the show with a contentious draft of our favorite South Park characters. This is Tell Me What You Know. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, October the 30th, episode season, episode 26, season two. I had like a episode yeah, state, yeah, yeah. state number here, <laughs> season state number here. This is just reading off a teleprompter. Episode 26, teleprompter. episode 26, season two. This is crisp Friday morning. The show will be releasing later today. So episode six... Or- 26. Episode, episode 26, season two. Yeah. So what's that? We're almost 70, what are we, 80 episodes in? Two, 78. Plus, plus like the, how many interviews do we do? Three? Three, yeah. 81? 81, yeah. That's right. Episode 81. Uh, we didn't miss once. Episode 80. Oh no, but it's still the same number. Yeah. Episode 80 in 81 weeks. <laughs> there we go. Episode 81 in 82 That's weeks. right. We did take one week off. Yeah. That's right. We're playing golf. Wasn't uh, that the reason? I don't even think we're playing golf. That's no. what we said on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, that's what we said on Instagram. <laughs> we just had stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, it was just busy. But uh, I bring that up thinking about our topic today, South Park, and just how many episodes they've done. 308 yeah, they prepare way more than we do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine having to do that 308 times, the intensity of trying to get those episodes out. Yeah. We're going to get into that. All right. Let's talk about what we learned. Did you learn anything? Uh, yeah. I learned, I didn't know about this, but did you know about black garlic? No. Yeah, so black garlic is a thing. It's a type of aged garlic uh-huh. uh, whose browning, they brown it so it looks dark, like black. Yeah. Um, there's a mallard reaction. Uh, rather than caramelization, <laughs> which means and it's mostly found in Asian cuisine. What is mallard reaction? I don't know. Oh, that's just what it's. It. That's that's what that's, it is. I, I didn't go down the chemical reaction side of things. Okay, but um, yeah, they heat it up for a long time, and it gets uh, like syrupy and sweet, and almost has like a balsamic vinegar flavor. Yeah, um, that's that's good. Sorry, I had to turn up my headphones just a yeah, little bit. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, so it's used in high end cuisine. Yeah, was watching uh, British Bake Off. Somebody okay. used black black garlic. I was like, oh, I've never heard of black garlic before. Supposedly, it it like became some somewhat mainstream off of like an Iron Chef season, yeah, or a some one of those chef seasons, right? Um, well, anyways. you know, with like British cooking, black garlic just be like salt or something. Yeah, you'd think. Or they like say like, oh, well, they have different names for everything, right? Past the aubergine, right? Like, you want the eggplant, right. right? Well, yesterday they were making soda bread, and I was like, what is soda bread? Is there like a, a American equivalent to soda bread? What is it? Uh, just a type of bread? Yeah. Okay. I think it's just soda bread. No, I think I've heard of soda bread before. It sounds like something... Uh, Look good. You have around the holidays or something. Yeah. One of the girls on the show equated it to a scone. This is getting off topic. No, no, I like this. But black garlic. Black garlic. I... Soda bread. Scone. <laughs> I forgot to <laughs> learn something this week. Oh, you did? I got another one for you. No, I have something. That I found in a YouTube video. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you know that space has an odor? 
Has a smell to it? Yeah. Hmm. They say it smells like uh, like seared steak or like hmm. hot metal. Hmm. How do they know that? It must be very overwhelming. Like they just capture some it space permeates. and then open it. And well, I guess like it, maybe like when you're in, like when you're outside. like when you're moonwalking or doing like a spacewalk, there's like a, a smell that's not inside the space ship or the space station. Hmm. I thought, I mean, I figured those things, I don't know how stuff gets through those. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I thought it would just maybe be the, then what is, isn't really the smell, the fake, not fake, but the oxygen you're breathing, like the atmosphere that's inside the. the yeah, maybe. I think they must have captured a little jar. A little jar of space air. A little jar of space air and brought it inside and just. Sell it at the NASA gift shop. Yeah. <laughs> space air. <laughs> don't open it up. It's a vacuum inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so it's, interesting though. It smells like either hot metal or like searing seared steak well there's um did you see this uh there's a asteroid that's orbiting between i think it's between mars and jupiter mm. and it's worth more they, they, this is like how the the headline reads yeah it's worth more than the global economy it's right. like 10 quadrillion dollars oh, this is all metal it's, it's like way oil. more than the global economy we're like in the negatives aren't we oh yeah but um, yeah, so if you could go capture it and bring these metals back, you could sell them for more than the global economy is worth. In theory. The, in theory. You could never sell it. Nobody could buy it. Uh, yeah, well, you know uh, how... I mean, Elon Musk wants to go get it. That Right. That's like what Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and all these guys do in their they space need money. thing. They need, they need yeah. more money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what they want to do. Go capture space rocks, mine them, and bring back their precious metals. This is great because like in other episodes of the show, I'll be like, that reminds me of that South Park episode where... And like literally, I could just say that now. We could just talk about it during the episode. Totally. I mean, yeah, I some think... of that space money. <laughs> <laughs> they had uh, the space bandit. We've got all the money here. Yeah. We've got to get money over there. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I bring this up about the searing hot metal. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, there's like a weathering that can happen when you're when a planet or something's just in space with no atmosphere. Yeah. Just getting pummeled with radiation. And so, um, the rock, the Hubble, the, the telescope has looked at it. And there just looks to be like some like weird charring to it, and they're kind of like wondering what what happened to this um, asteroid. Yeah, blasted by the Death Star. Something, yeah. It they, actually, well, they, and they thought it be because it's so dense with these metals. They thought it might have been the uh, like the remnants of an old planet that just didn't come together. Yeah, it's like, a big chunk of Alderaan. Yeah, yeah. Leia's like, home planet that got blown up. Yeah, well, this rock is about the size of Massachusetts. They said. So are they gonna like Armageddon it? Uh, I don't know if there's any or, plan to do anything with it specifically. They're just kind of saying like, this is one rock that's out there that if we could capture some yeah. of it or whatever. But again, you'd have to get there, bring it all back. I mean, I don't even know how it would really work. Yeah, I wonder what like... The, Wouldn't it cost more to do it break than even? to get it back? <laughs> right, exactly. So let's move into uh, today's topic then, South Park. Is South Park a real town? It's not. It's a fake town. Yeah, it's a fake town. Yeah. There's North Park. I don't know. I think there are a lot of uh, other parks. Yeah. yeah. There's a South Park Mall in Charlotte. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's just the name of it. There's yeah. not like little cutouts of the boys hanging out there or anything. Yeah. Speaking of cutouts of the boys, you saw that they filled up Mile High Stadium with all like the South Park characters. Yes. That I did see that awesome. recently. Yeah. That was great. Did they did they just do like um, a section? Like a lot of the upper deck was like, I mean, there's... Probably, I would say I don't know how many like actual characters with names and speaking roles there are. 
in South Park? I would guess around like 50. That's what I was going to, that was my next question. Yeah. 50 would be a guess for me? Yeah. And then plus the celebrities and the other people right. they just sort of bring oh, through. Oh, yeah. So maybe 100. Well, max. so when we were talking about our draft, when you were, let's mm. do characters, did you do things that were like characters that were way off the beaten path, like not non recurring? Not really, but I might have to get there because I would assume we're going to have some of the same. Uh, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Um, most of mine are you pick like Mel Gibson when he's rubbing his nipples no, or something. It, I mean, it's so good. <laughs> there are a lot that you can choose from, but but yeah. I was wondering if you were gonna uh, like pick Matt Damon or something. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I stayed pretty true to yeah. the core. Mm-hmm. But anyway, South Park uh, on September thirtieth, they released. I guess they technically opened their twenty fourth season. So that was the pandemic special. It might just be a one off episode. Yeah, it is. It on their website. It is season twenty four. Technically, episode one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 23 seasons previously, 307 episodes. Yep. Uh, since So, yeah, since they started yep. in 1997. 1997. August 13th, 1997. Uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone are the brains behind it. Uh, we were talking about them a little bit. They met yeah. while in college at University of Colorado Boulder. Yep. And they, they had a film class, and they were in it, and they liked uh, Monty Python <clears throat> together. I love Monty Python. Yeah. That's kind of how they got, and I think that, like Trey took a lot of his drawing inspiration from those Monty Python cartoons. A lot of uh, stop motion with you know construction paper cutouts mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which just seems super tight, ty- like just tireless work. Yeah, to have to go and like film a scene, it would probably take like stop two motion. hours just to film one scene or something. Yeah. Oh, I, I've actually I've never done anything with stop motion, even in any like film classes and stuff. Right. But I mean, in, but um, stop motion in 1997. Oh yeah, no, twenty four years ago. Yeah. No, you've just got to pick a. a camera and you're taking pictures yeah uh and moving them around and i mean in some ways i could see it being like almost therapeutic like i bet you get into a rhythm with it and it almost becomes like you get into a zone and you're just like moving you're just going and you're almost like the ideas kind of flow in a nice way but that's an insane amount of work to do week after week after week yeah right so they met at colorado they but they seem to just really hate uh like the whole, like just the idea of celebrity, the idea of Hollywood. Yeah. Well, we both watched Six Days to Air last night. Yes. If nobody's seen it out there, it's a documentary where they document the the creation of an episode and they do it in six days. Yes. Uh, it's an awesome episode, but a, a lot of what we talk about or what I'll kind of lean on yeah. came from, from that show. So that it's documentary. <clears throat> let's take a step back to kind of the creation of it, right? So in 1995, they just for fun, I think they created uh, an animated short called "The Spirit of Christmas." Mm-hmm. Um, Put it was, out as like a VHS. Yeah, it was really two animated shorts. I guess there was like you kind of you can differentiate between the two. One was Jesus versus Frosty. The other one was Jesus versus Santa. Basically, they built a snowman. These four boys that three they resemble like the eventual cast of mm-hmm. South Park. Uh, they build a snowman, they put a hat on its head, it turns into Frosty, but Frosty is actually like a really bad dude and starts murdering everybody, kills Kenny for the first time. But actually, I think in the spirit of Christmas, Stan was actually Kenny. <laughs> or Car- right. Cartman, Cartman was, was Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. And Stan had Cartman's n- voice now. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they go and get Jesus, and Jesus murders Frosty, and then mm-hmm. the second one was Jesus versus Santa. Anyway, they made this video uh, on VH, like, yeah, with an eight millimeter camera. Yeah. Uh, like, just put it on VHS. What's crazy to me, they said that it was being passed around L.A. Yeah. Like, they didn't put their name on it. Right. Right. So, everybody started taking credit for it. So, everyone, so other people started taking credit for it. Getting, getting jobs. Getting jobs. Yeah. 
But I'm just thinking through how good it has to be at the time. I mean, I don't. They said they look back on it and don't think it's that good. But right. How good it would have to be to make people go like, "Oh, can you make me a copy of that VHS tape?" Right. And then somebody be like, "Oh, sure, I'll take my 30 minutes at time." You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. now, where it's just I'll send you the video. Right. Um. Somebody sent me like, "I this is so good. I want it for my own personal yeah. collection." Well, it was right? so good that uh, like Brian, going viral back before anything. Was right. It was viral. the first viral video that was wasn't even it wasn't on even the on the internet. Yeah. So uh, Brian Graydon, who was a uh, executive at Fox, saw the video. Saw the first one, so he saw the Jesus versus Frosty one. Yeah, got in touch with Matt uh, Parker, Matt Stone, and Trey Parker, and said, uh, "Here, I'll give you guys a thousand bucks if you make a, a, a sequel to this that I can use as a virtual Christmas card to send around to some friends." They did it. They made Jesus versus Santa, and uh, he Brian Graydon sent it to like eighty people. This is the one that went viral, right? So this yeah. is the one. So about eighty people had it. They started just making copies of it, sending it around. People started they put their name on it, like we said. People started taking credit for it, getting produ- produ- uh, producer, director jobs, that kind of shit. But the popularity of it kind of gave Stone and Parker the, was the impetus to be like, hey, let's go make a show out of this. Right. So they took it to Fox. Yep. And they were like, uh, no, we're going to pass. You have like a talking turd. They're like, what's this Mr. Hanky? Yeah. You got a talking turd. People, people want to see families. They yeah. don't want to see four boys. Right. It's like, well, we can make families that, you know, around the boys. Like, ah, it's not going to work. We're going to pass. Yeah. Comedy Central. Comedy Central said yes. What What do you think the conversations between them at the time were? You know, like. Well, I just laugh. Like, and in, in one of the funniest parts in that Six Days to Air is when Ann Garafino, like the person who does. Uh, the executive producer. She's the executive producer. And she, she has to call like, uh, what, what's the what's the group called that says you, if, if something's okay to show or it's not? It's like you got to call down the legal yeah. and be like, we're going to put this out. And they're talking about the human centipede episode, which you, if you haven't seen it, it's essentially human centipede where they sew somebody's mouth to the anus of another person yeah. and, and on and on. And she's like just sitting there talking to this person in, in legal being like, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to see any feces. We might see the lips being sewn onto the butthole. And just like, <laughs> and, it's, and it's like in the current version I've seen now. Yeah, in the iteration I haven't maybe seen maybe it changes. Anything. Right. Yeah, and then ends phone call with like, "Yeah, you have a happy Easter too." Just <laughs> <laughs> a ridiculous right. to think that's her job, yeah. right? And and then I like it when she comes in and asks him, like, "We can clear this. We've got you know twenty seven fucks, yeah, or whatever." And, like, and he's like, "I think you should really push back about this, like the yeah. pussy." Yeah, and, right. and it's like, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's how it started. Spirit of Christmas. Yep. Moved on to the first episode, October or August thirteenth, nineteen ninety seven, with Cartman gets an anal probe, and <laughs> for months after, and even years, I mean, but definitely for months, it was the number one show on cable television from Comedy Central. Yes, yeah. I mean, there was one of the first shows when that, so that came out. I was ten, ten, not yeah, and um, that I mean, that was the first show that my mom was like, "No, you can't watch this." Yeah. That was a show I remember having to, like, find a way to watch it. I like, had to go to my friend's 11. house. Uh huh. Whose like, parents maybe didn't care didn't, as much, or like weren't monitoring, or he had older brothers. Uh huh. So you had older siblings. I'm surprised you couldn't get away with it. They, my sisters, really weren't into South Park, and yeah. I was actually going to draw a comparison that I didn't really watch The Simpsons either. Ah, okay. Um, or having so people talk about how great The Simpsons is. Yeah. Um, completely think it like I don't not going to tell them otherwise. Right. But I don't have any like relation to it. So with South Park, I definitely in the earlier parts of it um, didn't watch as many seasons. The later seasons, I actually became more of a 
dedicated viewer. Yeah. Um, maybe in the last like five to six seasons. Yeah, there were three things I was not I was not allowed to do, entertainment wise, when I was young, uh, that I did anyway. I just kind of snuck around it. It was watch South Park, play Mortal Kombat, and watch wrestling. <laughs> so I didn't have Mortal Kombat in my house. I had to go to my friend's house to play Mortal Kombat. That's the holy trinity of yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I turned out fine. <laughs> I haven't been convicted of murder yet. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my dad heard like Cartman say, God damn it once. And he was like, no, turn it off. Done. Yeah. Same. He like saw like, you know, the DX suck it one time. Yeah. And I was done. And isn't that kind of the indicator that something's good? Like if the parents are like, no. Yeah. It's like, turn it off and then no. he just watches himself. Yeah. My exactly. dad loves that show. Right. And that's, I think really when it's like, no, you can't watch it because it's too good. It's like too funny. It's too. I mean, like, I get it's it. too. I wouldn't want a 10 year old watching South Park either. You, Mostly because a lot of the humor is just going to be lost on them. It's yeah, a waste it's, of time. Exactly. You're, it's, it's kind of like you're not even going to really understand the context for for the cussing anyways. Right. But um, but I, I do think that that like a kid knows it's like it's kind of like a football play. Like wherever you're getting pressure, you know, in the play, you should like fight against that. Mm. So like when this, it's like you can't watch that. It's like, well, that's what I want to watch. Right. It's like a rebellious act, um, attitude towards it. Oh, yeah. I watched it anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Since that August 13, 1997, they've released 308 episodes. A full-length feature film called South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, which I, until yesterday, didn't realize that's a wiener joke. Right? Oh, yeah. I didn't really put that together. Either. It's like an uncircumcised penis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took me until yesterday to realize that was a wiener Thinking joke. Thinking that, yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, it's a bigger, it's a longer episode. It's not, like, it's just everything is included. Right. They're not cutting anything out of it. Yeah. Uh, that had a uh, that actually got an Academy Award nomination for best original song for Blame Canada, mm-hmm. which is incredible. <laughs> Another great song in that one is "What Would Brian Boitano Do?" Yes, and uh, so one thing I looked up was celebrity reactions. Mm-hmm. So obviously they just burn celebrities on South Park. Uh, kind of going back to your idea of like they just the idea of celebrity they just kind of want to say fuck you to it yeah um also along the same lines like to the oscars where he was being nominated yes they dressed up in in dresses the same way the like the women were they had other ideas to come as like another character like something bigger but right, so like, let's when they got nominated go for that academy award i just want to kind of give the paint the full, yeah. full picture here uh only trey parker was nominated for it Yes. Because he wrote the song. Yes. And so Trey apparently wasn't dating anybody at the time, didn't have a wife. So he's like, yeah, Matt, you can come with my plus one. And they took a bunch of acid and they were like, uh, you know, this is bullshit. It's Hollywood. We hate it. Uh, let's go. Let's dress up as like big, big duck outfits. Yeah. They're like, well, if we do that, they'll They're have probably, a reason to throw us out. Yeah. Probably we don't want to give them a reason. But if we're, if we're wearing the same thing as everybody else, yeah. they can't say anything. So they wore dresses. And... Uh, <laughs> Like their one rule was they couldn't say anything about the dresses. So like obviously on the red carpet they're being asked, yeah, like, what's, the deal, they're, what's they're the deal with the dresses? Yeah. What's the deal with the dresses? And so all they would say was, you know, it's just a magical evening. <laughs> just such a magical <laughs> night. With the trailer. Yeah, it's just this, everything is magic. <laughs> and then they, they just have like, uh, just kind of, you know, people are like, this is my big night, man. Right. It's like, well, get out of here. This is bullshit. Right. This is a bullshit <laughs> event. Yeah. Like you guys are just loving on each other. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so they just, they hate the idea of celebrities and taking them taking the whole thing too seriously i think and um so one thing i wanted to look up was so which celebrities didn't like their persona on the show i know one uh like which one do you think sean penn yeah sean penn was not happy with his with him in the movie yeah 
Um, and Team America. And Team America, right. Yep. Uh, and then Tom Cruise was very upset about the Scientology stuff. Yes. And and Kanye West, there were other people that didn't necessarily have like an anger reaction, but they were hurt. And so Kanye West said he was like, man, that was funny, but my man, my feelings are hurt. And then he sort of like goes into this like fully honest like rant just about like how, how uh, anxious he is. And how like his ego is like t- he used his ego to overcome his uh, self esteem issues, and so he basically like through this this trolling by them, they get honest, the most honest reactions possible out of celebrities, right? Yeah. So it's like you you actually heard like oh, so you are self aware, Kanye, that like you are kind of an asshole and yeah. an egomaniac, <clears throat> and just because you got cut so deeply by South Park, right? They put you, they put people in their place, um, but by Brian Boitano. Back to kind of like the thing that made me think of this. Uh, kind of loved it. I think Matt Damon loved his role. Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon loved his. I mean, you kind of have to, I mean, take a little. It's funny. But yeah. I think, uh, but so Brian Bortano went to see the movie by himself. And um, in the interview, they're like, what? You went by yourself? And he's like, man, I just had to go. Like, they were like re- creaming on me like the yeah. whole time. <laughs> creaming. <laughs> Reaming. Whatever. <Yeah>. And, uh, <laughs> early yeah it is early uh and yeah so he like ended up loving it but like everybody in the theater is laughing <clears throat> at him yeah you know, what would brian boitano do mm-hmm. and he just loved it and, and now i guess he like kind of leaned into it right wants to meet them hasn't actually gotten to yet but ah anyways. well they're i feel like they're the only way they get away with everything is because they have no nothing is off limits right they make fun of Every religion, every creed, every race, every everything. Right. Which is why Chef, played by Isaac Hayes, ended up leaving the show. Because I believe he was a Scientologist. I, and he I didn't w- look into that. Is that why he left the show? He was a Scientologist, and he was like, I don't stand by the Scientology episodes. And Matt Parker and Trey, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker are like, well, I mean, we, if we we're the biggest hypocrites in the world if we don't make fun of Scientology after, after everything else we've done. Yeah. Like, we can't draw the line here. And so Isaac Hayes quit. And then they had his character brutally murdered in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the stand they've made, right? Like, nothing is off limits. If, if, if one thing's off limits, everything's off limits. Right. And you can't make fun of anything. Right. And I also think that they, they, they get some latitude because of the way that they make the show. You know, because of the cartoony aspect with the clip art kind of, yeah. not clip art, but uh, construction paper type feel. They mm-hmm. can just do things and say things that, you're kind of like disarmed. People are disarmed. And right. and then they hear these things where they're like, wow, I didn't think they would ever go there. They're like, wow. Yeah. Like they are shitting into that person's mouth like on the show. And you're like, whoa. Um, and they, and they, yeah, I think they just can get away Oprah with it. Winfrey, Oprah, Winfrey, uh, Oprah Winfrey's vagina is holding a bunch of people hostage right now. <laughs> right, right. There's actually a nuclear bomb inside Hillary Clinton's vagina. Right, right. <laughs> like, and it's just, it's like the best satire I think made right now. Well, and they, you know, they, they've done episodes on nothing, and they've done episodes on super current events, everything like that, and they mm-hmm. do that because of this process they have, right? Where they, yeah, write an episode six days. They write, produce, animate, finalize an episode in the six days prior to that episode dropping on a Wednesday night. Yeah, and I found it interesting that they didn't always do it that way. Like it kind of morphed into that. Yeah, it just started happening, right. and then. You know, they do it in ten days, and they do it in you know eight days, and they're like, well, now why don't we just do one, but the week before, right? And uh, uh, and then yeah, so the technology kind of caught up with it too, that they could do it. So yeah, so they had these big like thirty thousand dollar 
you know, edit suites that would run slow as hell compared to like an off the off the shelf Mac now with like some piece of software. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think they actually the show helped develop certain software because they needed like things yeah. made for the show. So it was kind of like, a, hey, if we could build software like this, we could make the show a lot faster and right. easier. So I think that there was almost some um, like using South Park as the use case for the development of the software. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they they like they say they can produce a show as fast as the software will allow them to basically as well now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas most like studios like Family like Family Guy or The Simpsons or something like that, they'll have like you know a storyboard team and they'll have an animation team and they'll have like a uh, edit team, whatever, all that stuff. Like every single animator there does all of that pretty much, right? And they do it in such a quick like a, a smaller timeline, right? It's just bonkers that they get the episode out on time. I liked one of the editors saying, like, you can be really good and do something, but if it takes you four days, it doesn't really matter to us. Yeah. That was their, like, lead producer guy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Lead animator. I kind of also liked how, I mean, it, I'm going to say this, it is by no means corporate, but there is, like, a certain team vibe going on over there in such a, oh, yeah. um, uh, making such a raunchy thing, but they still have such, like, all right, we got a stand-up meeting. I just mean it's so regimented right. to doing something kind of so... Like even in the brainstorming writer's room, they're like, okay, we'll work until 11.30, we'll right. get the best scene we have, we'll run with that, and that's the episode we'll go with. Right. And then they'll kind of just like break it off. And it's... it's. I would love to just be in that writer's room. Oh. Be so much fun. We talked I mean, about we talked about how fun like you know the creation of a, an episode of SNL would be. This would be, I think, a million times more fun. I think me. so too. Just to sit in there and just watch them brainstorm ideas. Yeah. And I like when they're like, you know, people, the writers, the animators, everything, they're, or not the writers, but the animators and the producers, they're walking by and they're kind of just peeking in the writer's room. They're like, they know the more we're laughing in here, the less they have to work out, out here, yeah. basically. Like, yeah. So if they, if they, they walk by and we're, you know, head in hands and quiet, they're like, oh, we're going to be here till 5 a.m. Yeah. So. Um, oh, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to talk more about the writing team, but. I don't know if we want to talk about other writers or I really just know Bill Hader is like one of the extra writers. Well, yeah. So, I mean, aside from, from, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone is the writers like Bill Hader's another writer. Do you know of any other writers that were on the show? Like that were famous about, like came from SNL or other, other places? I don't know. Neither do I actually. <clears throat> um, and he actually came much later, like maybe oh, yeah. not, much later than 1997. I mean, right. Um, man, I, on the show, I think watching Bill Hader is probably like my favorite part of that whole whole. Well, we were talking about documentary. That. If you can make Bill Hader truly laugh. I think I could die a happy man. I yeah. just think his laugh is super infectious. Yeah, um, I love him. So one other thing that came out of the, uh, and sorry about the uh, yeah, siren in the background, um, is when they were talking about who's more not like who's more important to the show mm-hmm. in terms of Trey Parker and Matt Stone, um, but but they certainly acknowledge each other's strengths and. And they and they acknowledge their weaknesses that they have, and yeah. um and I was kind of interested to, to hear like Matt Stone kind of be like, I'm kind of the, seen as the director, and Trey is maybe more of like an idea. I think it was the other way around. Trey's the, it, Trey has the final say on everything. Isn't I thought wasn't Matt Stone offered like the director jobs and Trey yeah, but was he like said, the writer. He said no, that's not me. That's Trey. Like they were, he was saying I was offered director jobs. Like Trey was for sure offered director jobs. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, I was offered it, but that's not my DNA. Right, right. But I, but what I'm getting at is that like when they were like later being you know asked to interview each other, 
and right. and 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 like Trey Trey Parker's not going to yell at anybody or like do anything yeah. like that. Uh, right. That is like, and then Matt was kind of like telling people what to do. I just mean it in terms of yeah. It seems like there was a different skill set there, but like, but Trey, I think does have like the more creative. He has the final say on the episodes. Yeah, he. I think he sees the way the the, the episodes come together yeah. more than Matt. And you can see that in like the uh, in the sound booth as well, where like Matt yeah. will deliver a line and Trey will be like, "Do it like this." Yeah, and then he'll do it like, like right. okay. And so it's not even like they don't even they're 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 a total like band, you know, like they're together yeah. type stuff. They they make the the comparison to like. Uh, you know, Van Halen is Eddie Van Halen. It's like, yeah, but as soon as David Lee Roth leaves, the band fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That whole well, and it's why I think I could say something like that and somebody else could hear it be like, well, yeah, but the, this guy does that. And it's like, well, they both have like perfectly mm. complementary um, skill sets. Yeah. So it's like, sure. you can't really try to put any of them in, the, in a box. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, it, and I mean, again, it, like it's not just South Park for them. We can talk a little bit about like the other movies that they've done and Book of Mormon. Yeah. So um, in '98 they wrote. I guess I don't know if this is their first feature film, but uh, Basketball. Mm-hmm. And they wrote wrote, wrote and uh, not acted, animated. Not animated. It's about two guys. Two two guys. Uh, Joe Cooper and Doug Reamer, <laughs> and they start a, a new sport. Yeah. It's like basketball and baseball combined. Basketball. Yeah, it's like a game you make in a driveway, like which I think they did in the movie. Right. But then it turns into a whole league. It turns and into a whole thing. Sponsorships. Yeah. And all that shit. Uh, Great movie. Pretty funny. I love basketball. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Victoria Sulsifat. Playmate <laughs> Yas- of the year. Yeah. Well, Yasmin Bleeth, uh, Jay McCarthy is in it as well. Yeah. They're actually pretty good actors. Like, they, they I thought they played what they needed to do pretty well. Yeah. Not winning an Oscar. Right. But pretty good. That was, that was, it was an entertaining movie. Yeah. When was the last time you saw that movie? Oh God. I was like 12. Yeah. I think maybe, uh, maybe saw it like five years ago or something. Anyways. Team America. Team America. Animated. Well, not animated. Puppets. Marionettes. Marionettes. Incredible. Yeah. First time I saw that movie. A million times better. Groundbreaking. <laughs> uh, hilarious. I don't think we need to talk about that really that much. I do want to talk about the Book of Mormon a little bit. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, I have not seen it. I've seen it twice. Okay. Uh, once on Broadway. Not a big deal. Once in Charlotte. <laughs> um, so they, it came out in 2010, 2011. They uh, won nine Tonys, including Best Musical, Best Original Score, Best Book, book of a Musical, just really swept. I mean, you know, I feel like every year at the Tonys, there's like that one show that just cleans up. Yeah. And this one was the one that cleaned up in 2011. Um, essentially, it's about a uh, a Mormon, an elder, basically, uh, in the in the Mormon church who's going on his mission and gets, he, he wants to go to, you know, everybody's going to France or Norway or wherever for their two-year mission and he gets sent to Uganda and he's just super bummed about it, and just like, I mean, it's very irreverent as is everything that the South Park guys do. But one of the f- like hardest I've ever laughed in my life watching this 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 show. It's hysterical. Yeah. Yes, I don't know how the Mormons feel about it, <laughs> but I'm sure they're not too happy about it. The music's great. I mean, you can tell these guys have like a, a knack for like musical theater for sure. There's, there's tons of like songs and like all the show episodes they do and yeah. the movie the movie south park bigger longer uncut was essentially a musical mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just go listen to the soundtrack. Even you'll get the story from the soundtrack. Okay, yeah, maybe, really maybe do that. I don't know if I want to ruin it that way, though. Not Are ruin it, it, but yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. Um, maybe just buy it. I have to watch it on TV. Yeah. Um, but yeah, music plays a big role in their in their shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really good songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So do you want to do our draft of characters? Let's do our draft. You All right. go first this time, I believe. Okay. I think. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I do. Um, I'm going to take the, I think, probably the most known character. Okay, I'll take him off my list. <laughs> Taking Cartman. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's sort of the driving force of the show. Uh, his character definitely... He's the antagonist. He's the antagonist, yeah. He, he pushes everybody else and kind of like is the lead force of the action. Uh, great character. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Randy. Randy Marsh. Damn it. Yeah, I mean, that was obvious. He's my favorite character. Yeah, he's my he's, number one anyway. Yeah, I mean, he's really good. Randy Marsh is my <laughs> favorite South Park character of all time. Uh, he'll take my number one spot. My second... Spooky ghost? Yeah. It's a spooky ghost. My second spot. <laughs> my second pick, I will take uh, Butters. Mm. Take Leopold Butters Stotch. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, love Butters. Yep. Man, that is a great character. Um, I'm going to take... Uh, I like Mr. Garrison. He was on my list too. Love Mr. Garrison. Like I have to, I have to do some like last minute. Oh yeah, me too. Actually, no, I, I I usually just do like six or seven, thinking I'll yeah. might have to get more here. Um, and then I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take PC Principal from some of the newer seasons. Yes, that's a good one. Such a good character. He he reminds me of just so many Arizona bros, like Tempe bro. Oh yeah, no, he's it's just fuck. it just gets me. Okay. Uh, I have. Do we have the I exact have, same. No, list I only of have one. I only have one le- left on my list right now. All right. Well. So I'm gonna take uh, Jimmy Vollmer mm. as my number three pick. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Vollmer. <laughs> Cerebral palsy, I think. Yeah. I uh, and I will take. We're not gonna take like Stan, Kenny, or Kyle. Doesn't sound like. <laughs> well, <laughs> we might have to. No, I, I, I'm. Okay, all right. All right. Uh, they're not on mine. I mean, they're good. Like they're obvious, but I, I feel like Cartman stands out above all of them. All right. So for my fourth pick, I'll take shit. Um, it's like Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey. Yeah, the yeah. guidance counselor. Yeah, really good one. Yeah. Um, I gotta figure out my last one. So I, do I have two here, and that's it for me? You have your last two here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Kyle. Okay. I really like Kyle. Um, I, I think Kyle and Stan are more of the straight-laced characters on the show. Like, yeah, they're they're they, Matt and Trey. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, there's still some craziness, but but yeah, I really like Kyle. Um, and then I'm gonna take a bit character. Um, this reminded me of last night watching the the show. Yeah, I'm gonna take their version of Martha Stewart. Okay. Uh, when she's decorating her vagina. Yeah. Yes, and then queefs the confetti. I mean, that just killed me last oh night watching God. it. Killed me. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Martha Stewart. Um. Okay, for my last one, I'll take uh, the China Walk guy, Tuang Lu Kim. <laughs> yeah. Tuang Lu Kim. Uh, no, sorry, City Walk. City Walk. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, City Walk. I'll take him for my final pick. Great, great, great character. I ran out of. I ran I out of love characters. that Yelp. Uh, 
episode. Yeah, you're not yelping? Yeah, you're not yelping. Good show. Cartman, just crushing on everybody. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. That's South Park. South Park. I'm going to watch a lot of South Park this weekend. I yeah. Think. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great weekend. Uh, this is November. We're into November, basically. Hell, happy no- Halloween. That's tomorrow. Wow. Uh, yeah, October 30th. 31st. Today is the 30th. Correct. Happy Halloween tomorrow. Yes. And, and then happy and, November. And happy November next week. And Sunday. remember to vote. Yes. Go vote. This may Just be our last it. episode. No matter who you vote for. The world might it. end. Yeah, vote. Don't be dumb. Yeah. And exercise your be rights. Fine. Everything's going to be fine. We said so. That's right. I said that about coronavirus way back. Yeah. I educated you guys about viruses. Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> We're doing just fine. That's right. Stay safe. See ya. Later.